Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. This This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. I need more than a few cocktails after watching my beloved Buffalo Bills lay a giant goose egg against the Miami Flippers in an absolute embarrassment on Thursday night football. By the way, Thursday night football, NFL football, the worst. The absolute worst concept ever created by the National Football League. I feel like I'm missing out on my Sunday ritual. And Thursday night... Ugh, they don't have enough time to prepare. The football is terrible. Get rid of it. But I can tell you one thing that I'm not going to get rid of. That is my love of the alpha male good life. And that includes cigars, great spirits. And I have both of those in front of me, including a Davidoff Nicaragua. I have a bottle of Woodford Reserve Masters Collection Sonoma Coutrere finish from 2007 in my hand. Both for very good reasons. And we will enjoy the alpha male good life Pleasure maneuvers, conversational and relaxational today here on the Cigar Dave Show. Long Ash greetings and salutations. A Long Ash snappy salute. Semper Delictatio. Always pleasure. America's alpha male front and center. Command Center Alpha Humidor 1A. If you care to join us, the nationwide cigar and pleasure friendly hotlines are now open at 877-DAVE-007. 3007 email address cigardave at cigardave.com do by all means follow me at twitter social media at cigar dave show or facebook is cigar dave and of course you can hit those links easily right from cigardave.com last week i wanted to devote all our time devote all our time to Cigar Oktoberfest tasting maneuvers that we held over at Cigar City Brewing. Had a lovely time with uh, Joey Redner and uh, with uh, Justin as well. Fantastic, uh, great beers. Being able to be right in the middle of the brewery was absolutely uh, fantastic. And I can tell you that when Justin Clark and I were done sampling some great beers and he brought over a very special can of the espresso-style brown ale, Actually got me two. I was extremely excited because that goes absolutely magnificently with so many great cigars. And when we talk about the alpha male good life, lieutenants, we talk about the ability to enjoy our hobby, whether it's cigars, whether it's libation, whether it's grilling. We, we talk about the ability to enjoy ourselves without government interference. And I can tell you, that the last number of years have been very difficult between the FDA, between the 
Obama socialist administration trying to interfere and tax us on every product that we deem pleasurable, it has not been easy. And it has not been easy when there are threats to prohibit, enact prohibition-style measures against our beloved cigars, and the first shot has been fired in Taxachusetts. Morning. Morning. We have reached DEFCON 1. Civil rights have been breached. Congressional insurgency has begun. Stand by to enact countermeasures. Well, there is an absolute draconian emergency going on in Westminster, Taxachusetts. Westminster is a town of 8,000 people, approximately 70 miles west-northwest of Boston and approximately 50 miles north of Worcester, Massachusetts. The first city, village, or town in the nation to propose a ban on the sale of all tobacco products, prohibition of our beloved cigars, is Westminster, Massachusetts. The Westminster, Massachusetts Board of Health introduced a proposal a while back to ban tobacco sales in the town. It would be the first municipality, if passed, in the country to do so. They would Their proposal would ban the sale of products containing or made from tobacco or nicotine, including e-cigarettes and products that are absorbed, dissolved, or ingested. Violations of selling a tobacco product would result in a $300 fine. Now, our cigars would be included in that temperance movement, prohibitionist-style legislation. Now, the American way is for these governments, or all governments, to come up with a proposal and let the people, the citizens of the city, town, state, or nation, weigh in. And that's exactly what was done just about a week or so ago in Westminster. A very large crowd assembled in the Westminster High School. In fact, a pretty large crowd. Considering the town is 8,000 people, they had, uh, I think, about 600-plus people that were reported to have attended. They, they packed Westminster Elementary School, the gymnasium. Now, 60 residents were registered to share their opinions. There were about 600 residents in total, and a couple of hundred toted signs opposing the ban. And there was a rally earlier in the day. However, only a handful of people were able to speak on this absurd, ridiculous, prohibitionist proposal before the hearing was shut down by the chairwoman of the Westminster Board of Health. So let me give you exactly what happened. Andrea Crete, the town's Board of Health chairwoman, abruptly ended the event after only four people spoke, all four people that spoke were against the Board of Health's prohibitionist proposal. She didn't like that. Not going according to her plan, thinking, we'll just put this out there and we'll shove it down the town's people's throats just like every other 
anti-tobacco, anti-alcohol or taxation legislation has been shoved down our throats for who knows how long. And if anything that was proven in the election of a week ago Tuesday, it's that this nation is fed up. We're fed up with the Washington bureaucrats. We're fed up with the socialists currently running our country. We are fed up with people getting handouts left and right. For those of us that work our asses off, we're fed up with it. And we're fed up that we write the checks every time, every year, every month to the federal government. If you pay quarterly, if you get it taken out of your your paycheck weekly, bi-weekly, bi-monthly, monthly, whatever the case is, we are sick and tired of funding a dysfunctional, wasteful government. We're tired of it. We're done. Taxocrats didn't get that message. They still think it had about voter turnout, voter suppression, baloney. People are fed up. And the people in Westminster, Massachusetts, including many people that don't smoke any sort of tobacco product, they were fed up because they showed up too. Four people spoke all against the proposed measure. And so Andrea Crete, the town's Board of Health chairwoman, said, nobody's respecting the ground rules. We have to close it. The clapping, everybody talking, nobody is showing any respect to the board or to other people when they're talking. We cannot have that. It's going to spin out of control. And she was escorted out by police, as was the board. All four people, let me remind you, all four people that spoke at that hearing, voiced their displeasure, spoke against the proposed tobacco prohibition in Westminster, Massachusetts. Now, I like how she says nobody's showing any respect to the board because the board doesn't deserve any respect. It doesn't deserve respect when you try to prohibit a legal product in this country. And she doesn't deserve any respect because she shut it down after four people and the overwhelming majority of 600 people that attended were against the proposal. Wasn't going the way she liked, so what did she do? She cut it off. And I am pleased to tell you that many people that attended don't even smoke. Didn't Not even tobacco users, cigar smokers, but they said, this is absurd. What is next? Them coming after our bacon? Our steak? The answer is, yes, that's exactly what's happening and going to happen. We've already seen it. A uh, town official, Selectman, he's like a councilman, Selectman Wayne Walker, told the board he couldn't support such a unilateral and radical proposal which he felt was not in the town's best interest. Nate Johnson, a Westminster farmer, auto body worker, said, this is about freedom. It's my body, and it's my choice. And when one resident loudly pronounced that he was disgusted that the board would make a proposal that infringed on personal choice, the crowd roared with approval. And after Miss Crete abruptly and summarily closed the open hearing because it wasn't going her way, and she was escorted out of the building by police, the crowd broke out in a rendition of God Bless America. The people's voices were heard. What do I always say? Really, 90% of life is showing up. If you don't show up, 
whether it's to vote, to complain against a proposed tax or ordinance, then we have no right to complain after it has been enacted. The people, the residents, the citizens of Westminster, Massachusetts showed up and they said, no way, not going to happen. We are against this. This is against the people's will. We don't want this, and we're letting you know. And what did the Board of Health do? They ran. They ran like coward little sissies with their heads between their little tails. They ran like wussified betas because that's what they are when you come up with a proposal like this that is not only anti-American, it is, it, it is anti-commerce, it is, it is just anti-everything that this country stands for which is personal freedom, personal choice. And these are the same people, I remind you, that say that women have the right to choose. They should be pro, we, we, we should be pro-choice. And I'm not getting in a conversation whether you're pro-choice or anti-choice. But the fact of the matter is these are the people that say these women have the right to decide what to do with their body. I agree. Fine. I have no problem with that. But I have the right to decide if I want to enjoy a cigar, enjoy a steak, and want to enjoy a glass of bourbon, or a glass of beer, or a glass of wine. If it's good for the goose, it is good for the gander. But that's not how the enemies of pleasure work. And here is a perfect example. The people showed up. They showed up. They said, no way. And the town board, the health board, ran away. The lesson to be learned here, lieutenants, is very simple. When you see something that is wrong, you see an injustice, you see something that is not fair, that is arbitrarily arbitrarily imposed upon us against our will, we must show up. Just like the cigar industry has shown up to fight the FDA, to fight the proposed increase in taxes and legislation, we are fighting because 90% of life is showing up. If you don't show up, you can't complain. And on Tuesday, November 4th, the citizens of the United States showed up and they told Obama, the socialists, and the bureaucrats to shove it. Cigar Dave's Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock is Saturday, November 22nd at the Seminole Hard Rock Casino in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida. The day is presented by Davidoff, time beautifully filled, and by Avo, cigars in perfect harmony. Get your tickets now at CigarDave.com. In this difficult and challenging time when the government is trying to outlaw premium cigars and take away the art form of enjoying a beautiful cigar, we decided to introduce our brand called Prohibition. This cigar is going to be the bootlegger's dream. A gorgeous cigar made in Esteli, Nicaragua, triple capped using a broadleaf wrapper and a Mexican wrapper from the San Andreas Valley. It's got Nicaraguan tobaccos from the Nicaraguan valleys of Esteli and Jalapa. It's rich, it's complex, it's got some spice, some white pepper, and a ton of sweetness. Full of flavor, this cigar is one that you're going to want to enjoy and you're going to bootleg. And that's why it's called Prohibition. Enjoy it. 
I promise you're going to love it. We are exactly one week away from the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock. Next Saturday, November 22nd at the Seminole Hard Rock Casino, Tampa, by the pool, we'll be conducting Alpha Male Pleasure Maneuvers. The festivities begin at 10 a.m. You will walk in, you'll receive six incredible cigars from Davidoff, Zeno, and Avo Uvasian, including the renowned Davidoff, Nicaragua. You will receive access to a huge, unlimited Alpha Male Lunch Buffet, loaded with great quality meat products. You will have tastings of incredible craft beers and bourbons from Woodford Reserve, including the very, very special limited Woodford Reserve Sonoma Coutrere Pinot Noir Finish Masters Collection. It will be a day of alpha male pleasure maneuvers next Saturday, November 22nd, Hard Rock Casino and Hotel in Tampa. Tickets available now at CigarDave.com. This is a very limited event. Go to CigarDave.com. Buy your VIP tickets now. CigarDave.com for Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock. Hey, I need to hit the bank before we get on the road. Is it your bank across town? No, no, it's right here. Uh, that's a tobacconist. Yeah, I need to pick up some annuities and currency. Did you knock your head really hard recently? I'm picking up The Banker by H. Upman. Annuity and currency are two sizes. You know I don't understand all that financial mumbo-jumbo. And The Banker is a new cigar made with rich tobaccos inspired by the original H. Upman that was created in 1844 by the Upman brothers, who were bankers by trade. It was given as unique present for their most important clients, and the prize cigar was stored in a vault under lock and key. The only thing my banker has ever given me was a calendar with pictures of his dog dressed as pinup models. It sounds like you need a new banker. Only if you're talking about the cigar. Purchase The Banker by H. Upman at your local tobacconist today and look for ways you can crack the code to the vault of The Banker by H. Upman. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. As a wussified beta male, departing as a certified alpha male. Cigar Dave, mission accomplished. Well, last week we celebrated Veterans Day here on the Cigar Dave Show. And I told you a while back, probably over a year ago, about the nation's oldest living veteran, Richard Overton. He is now 108 years old. And I'm pleased to say that as America's oldest living veteran, he participated in the Veterans Day Parade in Austin, Texas, this past Tuesday. And Richard Overton began his day like he has for the overwhelming majority of his 108 years on the planet. He's a World War II veteran, born May 11, 1906 in Bastrop County, Texas, Served three years in the U.S. Army, stops in Hawaii, Guam, Palau, and Iwo Jima. And he actually still lives in the house he bought when he returned from WW2. Still drives an old Ford truck and a Chevy Monte Carlo. And he helps transport widows to church. Still drives. He was formally recognized as the oldest living veteran last year. He traveled to Washington. He was honored at an event up in Washington as the nation's oldest veteran. 
And he started his day Tuesday like the overwhelming majority of all his days being on the planet. He sat on the porch, smoking a cigar, sipping a cup of coffee, stiffened with just a hint of whiskey. He said, I drink whiskey in my coffee. Sometimes I drink it straight. I smoke my cigars, blow the smoke out. I don't swallow it. He doesn't inhale. That's the key. Has a cigar or two every day. Has a little coffee with his whiskey. And I remember when I did this story about a year and a quarter or so ago, he said, whiskey is good for you. It keeps my muscles nice and loose, nice and limber. It's all, it's good. And actually, that's true. It's also good for the cardiovascular system in moderation. That's why Mick DeBritt's muscles are like linguine, because of the amount of libations he has every day. His muscles are incredibly loose. So Richard Overton, 108 years old, had to recognize him as we uh, celebrated Veterans Day this past Tuesday. And I hope that uh, you had the ability to see and salute a veteran on Tuesday. And a little bit later on, if I have time, either this week or the next few weeks, there is, I'm just still so outraged about this story in Salon.com. Entitled, You Don't Protect My Freedom, Our Childish Insistence on Calling Soldiers Heroes Deadens Real Democracy. Uh, Reading this absolute uh, eight-page vile heap of garbage, uh, the more I read it, the more my blood pressure increased. I think my blood pressure maxed out at about 750 over over 620 after reading this, but... uh, uh, let me just read the first paragraph. Well, I'm not even going to read the first paragraph because I'm tight on time because I want to be able to get to this nonsense. The guy that wrote this um, is – it's almost outrageous that Salon would, would publish it. However, I believe in America. I believe in freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of expression. So he absolutely does have the right. The author of this absolutely has the right to write this. And I have the right to absolutely destroy it and trash it and poke holes through it and uh, annihilate it into oblivion. Again, he has the right to write it. I have the right to express my feelings on it, and that's exactly what I will do either today or in the next few weeks. In fact, we'll tweet out a uh, and Facebook a link to this article on Salon.com saying that calling soldiers heroes deadens real democracy. Absolute load of nonsense. When we come back, lieutenants... We will tell you about the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest. We are T-minus seven days a week and counting. We have a limited number of tickets available, all-inclusive. 150 bucks gets you six cigars from Davidoff. Gets you a great little gift. Gets you a great food, libations, CigarDave.com. Litation and libation ceremony is next. The Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is Foundry from Foundry Tobacco Company. Master blender Mike Giannini has created this blend from tobaccos that have never before been used in a cigar. It will come in three sizes, Churchill, Toro, and Robusto. Tobaccos aged up to 25 years. Once the tobaccos are used up, the cigar will no longer be made. Not a member of the Officers Club? Sign up today at CigarDave.com. A.J. Fernandez Cigars, known for producing consistently highly rated and sought-after cigars, is proud to unveil their latest cigar, New World. 
New World is a unique cigar which pays homage to the discovery of the then mystical smoking leaf called tobacco by the Europeans when their ships landed in what is now called the New World. A medium to full-bodied cigar with an amazing aroma. Smokers of New World will experience elements of sweetness, spiciness in a very balanced and refined cigar. New World is a beautiful box-pressed cigar which is composed of a Jalapa binder, Viso Amatepe filter, Candega Lajero, Estelle Finca Soledad Lajero, and wrapped in a beautiful dark Nicaraguan wrapper. New World, a first-class cigar proudly launched by A.J. Fernandez Cigars. Experience this exceptional cigar and embark on the journey with New World. Stay connected with A.J. Fernandez by visiting us at www.ajfernandezcigars.com and follow us on Facebook. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. With an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy, it's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. Well, next week, T minus seven days away. Oh, oh, T minus seven days away and counting is the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at the Rock Seminole Hard Rock Casino, Tampa. If you are fortunate enough to be attending this exclusive VIP event. In addition to getting a great afternoon of alpha male camaraderie and bonding and a great humongous buffet and a live broadcast of the Cigar Dave Show with our entire crew from Colonel Ange, Captain Paul, Mick the Brit, we've got Dexo Tim, Puff Muffin Lori, uh, Captain Cy, Captain Eric, the whole crew will be there. They will be there, front and center. And you will also receive, in addition to great delicacies and great Great food, great libations. You will come walking in and get six premium cigars. Actually, you get more than that because in the tin of Davidoff Primeros, I think it's got six. You'll get a Zeno Platinum Z-Class, an Avo Classic, an Avo XO, an Avo Heritage, a tin of Davidoff Primeros, and you will receive a Davidoff Nicaragua. And to get things off ahead of time here, by the way, uh, Lieutenant Brian, I think we're going to dump this music. Give me something more up-tempo. This is this is starting to like put me to sleep here. It started off up-tempo, and now it's just a little bit too slow. I need something to keep the vibe going as we, there we go, as we get ready for the Big Alpha Pleasure Fest. We need to keep things up-tempo, light, bright, and tight. I want something happy, something snappy. I saw that from that movie, That Thing You Do, with uh, Tom Hanks. Do you remember that? Boys, boys, I want something happy, something snappy. That's exactly what we have. And I have a cigar in my hand to get things. I can't even wait until next week. Seven days a week for the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest. So I'm getting things started now with the Cigar Dave General Command Center Alpha Pleasure Fest right now with the Davidoff Nicaragua. 
you attend next week at the Seminole Hard Rock Casino Tampa, you will receive this. It is a magnificent cigar launched just about, I want to say, a year and a half ago at the 2013 International Premium Cigar Retailers Convention in Las Vegas. This was the first time that a Davidoff Nicaraguan Puro was blended and made by Hanky Kellner, Hendrik Kellner, at Tabacos Dominicanos in República Dominicana. This cigar blew away everyone's expectations. Absolute home run. It starts with a tremendous, flawless, 10-year-aged Nicaraguan Rosado wrapper from Cuban Seed. The fillers come from Nicaragua's premier growing regions of Esteli, Condega, and Ometepe. Ometepe is a volcanic island, volcanic soil that just adds a tremendous taste complexion to the core of the cigar. Absolutely spectacular. Nicaraguan binder. This is a medium, medium full cigar, but very, very smooth. Exceptional. And I have in my hand the Toro. Five inches correction, five and a half inches in length by 54. It's really a short Toro. Suggested retail for this particular cigar is about $16. And if you attend next week at the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest, yeah, you're getting one of these. And you're going to get some Zenos. You're going to get some Avos. You're going to get the Davidoff Primeros. Beautiful cigar. Absolutely one of my favorites. Every time I go visit uh, uh, all the great folks over at Davidoff right here in the Cigar City area, I always make sure I leave with some Davidoff Nicaraguas. And they are hard to come by because of the popularity. Beautiful cigar. Suggested retail $16. Has the Davidoff logo, the Davidoff band. But instead of black on white, it is a black band with silver, the Davidoff imprinted in silver, and the little Davidoff oval also in silver. Spectacular-looking cigar, spectacular-smoking cigar. That's what I will enjoy today. Cigar-altering and highly-sharpened leaf-exposing device. Self-sharpening, double-edged stainless steel guillotine ready to go. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. Scardame signature lock and load prototype. From the R&D laboratories, in my hand, five jet flames looking beautiful. Little nice reddish-blue glow at the end. So even outside, you can see that the the flames are producing fire. That's what I would use today. Cigar, Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. Here comes the cut. Perfect cut. And I will also tell you one of my other favorite sizes, and I'm not a big diadema or salamon uh, sized connoisseur but I have to tell you that the Nicaragua diadema which is like a giant perfecto absolutely spectacular incredible cigar very limited beautiful they launched that this summer and I'm sure we'll talk about that next week at the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest let me gently toast the foot of this beautiful Davidoff Nicaragua and I love the second band it is a copper band with the word Nicaragua, subtly in black, emblazed upon it, and three triangles representing the mountains of Nicaragua. Gently toasting the wrapper, now I'll toast the foot, taking my time, no rush. No rush, can't put the rush on pleasure. Here I go, I'll puff and rotate. Mm, very nice. Mm, mm. Oh, great draw great taste 
Great complexion. Let me take a few puffs. Oh. The amount of orgasmic pleasure that will be enjoyed next Saturday at the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest will be unable to be measured because it is so over the top and over the charts. And when you get this next week, if you are going to be attending, you will mm, love this cigar. Mm. Now, I've kicked off the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest maneuvers a week early with a cigar. One of the cigars that will be handed out. And I think I need to do something along those same lines when it comes to libationary pleasure maneuvers. Scotch, bourbon, and beer. Commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. Don't mind if I do. I am pulling out a bottle of Woodford Reserve Master's Collection Sonoma Coutrere Finish. Let me tell you about this. Somalier Dave Cabanis, who will be there next week along with all the great folks from Woodford and the Woodfordettes. We've got four lovely Woodfordettes that will be there. 2007, for the Bourbon Heritage Month tasting, we sampled about eight different bourbons, and he brought a bottle of Woodford Reserve Master's Collection. He said, General, this is the second Master's Collection ever released. This is in 2007. He said, this is going to come out once a year, but they're going to take the Woodford Reserve bourbon and they're going to put some different twists on it. They're going to age it differently in different barrels. The Scotch whiskey industry for many years has used wine barrels, sherry barrels, port barrels to additionally age their Scotch, their Scotch whiskey to give it an added dimension. Well, Woodford Reserve did just that. Brown Foreman, the parent company of Woodford Reserve, owns Sonoma Coutrere Winery in Sonoma, California. They decided to take the Woodford Reserve bourbon and place it in Sonoma Coutrere Chardonnay barrels for four months and see what would happen. Well, what happened was an absolute masterpiece of a bourbon. And the second of the master's collection, this is now seven years old, since then, they have released other finishes, including my one of my favorites, without question, the maple finish in maple barrels. Not maple syrup like they do with the Crown Royale, where they've killed Crown Royale. In fact, I just passed a billboard this morning. Crown Royale now ha has an apple finish. What, are they putting apple juice in a Crown Royale bottle now? Unacceptable. That's not what Woodford Reserve does. So they put a twist on their Woodford Reserve by aging for four months the bourbon in Sonoma Coutrere Chardonnay wine barrels. It's interesting how this went about. What they did was they placed it in for four months and there were some different temperature variations which gave various nuances to this Woodford Reserve Master's Collection Sonoma Coutrere finish. Woodford Reserve Master Distiller Chris Morris Place the Woodford Reserve in French oak wine barrels for four months. And what happened was, during that time, they were placed in late January of 2007. The warehouses in Kentucky were heated, created a very balmy climate, allowed the, the bourbon to absorb into the wine barrels. They later turned off the heat as it started getting into warmer climates in March and April, allowing the warehouse to cool. The liquor came back out of the wood, and what the end result was a wine-influenced whiskey 
called the Woodford Reserve Masters Collection Sonoma Coutrere Finish. Let me open this up. And I still have approximately 65% of this bottle still remaining. And I take my time. I do not drink this on a regular basis because it is so special. Let me pour a little bit in. This is magnificent. Now, it has the typical Woodford Reserve dark finish. But when you put it in these Chardonnay barrels, these oak barrels, it adds a little bit of a yellowish hue to it. Oh, wonderful aroma on the no- on the nose. I put it in my little whiskey snifter. I'm swirling it. I'm allowing the aromas to release. Absolutely can smell the Chardonnay, the fruits. A little bit of pear, a little bit of honey. Oh, absolutely magnificent. Let me say cheers. Mm. Wow. Woo. Absolutely spectacular. You can taste a little bit of that Chardonnay oak finish. Very subtle. Now, one thing about Woodford Reserve, which I learned this week, when I sat with a number of the Woodford Reserve ambassadors at lunch, <clears throat> they told me that the rye content in Woodford Reserve is relatively high. 18%. The mash mixture they use, 72% corn. Now, we know for a libation to be, or bourbon to be called bourbon by law, it has to be at least 51% corn. Well, it is 72% corn in Woodford Reserve, 18% rye, and 10% malted barley. So you have a very well-rounded bourbon. And the rye gives it spicy notes, gives it that additional Cigar Dave warmth factor on the way down. And this is beautiful. This goes perfectly with my Davidoff Nicaragua. I'll take another sip here. Mm. Wow. So nice. Now, what are we going to sample next week at the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest? I'm glad you asked. We have four spectacular bourbons that we will sample. We will start off with an old Forster signature. This is we're, this is 100 proof. We're starting off with the high octane. We're not starting off with the low octane and working up. We're going to get the uh, day off right. High octane drinks like silk. Old Forster signature. We will start off sampling that. And everybody in attendance will be receiving a nice placemat with sample cups, and everybody will receive samples. So as we do our on-air tasting during the show, you will sample along if you will be attending. We will then go to the Woodford Reserve. Can never go wrong with Woodford. Then we will go to the Woodford Reserve Double Oak Finish, aged in additional barrels. Different flavor complexion. A little bit more peppery, a little bit more spicy than the Woodford Reserve. And then, along the lines of what I'm enjoying today, the Woodford Reserve Master's Collection, the Sonoma Couture finish, we will be sampling the fall 2014 Woodford Reserve Master's Collection Sonoma Couture Pinot Noir finish, where they took the Woodford Reserve and they did four put the put the the bourbon in Sonoma Couture Pinot Noir barrels for four months. I love Pinot Noir. I'm a big Cabernet fan, like the big, bold, rich Cabernets. However, Pinot Noir to me is just so elegant. It is so smooth. It is so silky. Not a lot of tannins, just very pleasant. And so we will marry Woodford Reserve with Sonoma Couture Pinot Noir. I have not had it yet. 
I cannot wait to get my my lips and my palate on it. And everybody in attendance next week at the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest will be enjoying samples of that uh, master's uh, collection as well. Four whiskeys. We have craft beers that you're going to sample. Incredible foods. Chef Bill at the Hard Rock Casino is going all out. You will get a uh, very cool Chilador. It is a it is a Cordura bag where you can actually put wine and beer uh, or bourbon whiskeys. Keep it nice and cool. It is a nice big bag with the Cigar Dave logo. Everybody in attendance will receive that along with these great cigars from Davidoff and Avo. It is going to be an absolute day of Alpha Pleasure Fest over the top. We will be engorging. On Alpha Pleasure Maneuvers, delicacies, cigars, libations, camaraderie, live broadcast of the Cigar Dave Show, and this is a very intimate event. Only 100 people, that's it. Limited tickets are available. Go to CigarDave.com now. Get your tickets. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock. Seminole Hard Rock Casino, exactly seven days from today, Saturday, November 22nd, as we come to you front and center. Get your tickets now for the Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock. Saturday, November 22nd at the Seminole Hard Rock Casino, Tampa. All VIP attendees will receive six cigars, including the Davidoff Nicaragua, Zeno Platinum Z-Class, Davidoff Primeros, Avo Classic, Avo XO, and Avo Heritage. Don't wait. Tickets are on sale now at CigarDave.com. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. We are exactly one week away from the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock. Next Saturday, November 22nd, at the Seminole Hard Rock Casino, Tampa, by the pool, we'll be conducting Alpha Male Pleasure Maneuvers. The festivities begin at 10 a.m. You will walk in, you'll receive six incredible cigars from Davidoff, Zeno, and Avo Uvesian, including the renowned Davidoff, Nicaragua. You will receive access to a huge, unlimited Alpha Male Lunch Buffet, loaded with great quality meat products. You will have tastings of incredible craft beers and bourbons from Woodford Reserve, including the very, very special limited Woodford Reserve Sonoma Coutrere Pinot Noir Finish Master's Collection. It will be a day of alpha male pleasure maneuvers next Saturday, November 22nd, Hard Rock Casino and Hotel in Tampa. Tickets available now at CigarDave.com. This is a very limited event. Go to CigarDave.com. Buy your VIP tickets now. CigarDave.com for Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock. 
America's alpha male with nads of steel, the general cigar, Dave. 877-877-3283007. If you care to join the cigar and alpha male conversational maneuvers, let's say hello to Sergeant Matt up in Nashville, TN. Great city, home to a very uh, outstanding cigar retailer uh, up I believe that's, uh, what, Uptown Tobacconist, if I'm not mistaken. Great place. Up, Uptown Smoke Shop. Uptown Smoke Shop. There you go. Back at Long you, Sergeant Matt. You know, I was, I was going to call about the uh, world's oldest veteran, but I had something to say real quick on something that you touched on, if you don't mind, General. Go ahead. The floor is yours, Sergeant Matt. Go ahead. Now, I'm speaking only on behalf of myself, not all veterans, period, but just myself is that I have never once called myself, and I, I don't look at myself as being a hero. I served my country, yes. I did what I was ordered to do, yes. But I lost soldiers in Iraq, and I refuse. I'm 38 years old right now, and I'll take it to the grave that I refuse to call myself a hero. I don't agree with what the, the intellectually challenged individual who posted the, the article, I don't agree with their point of view. There were some... There are definitely some heroics going on in Iraq, Afghanistan, as well as previous conflicts all the way back to World War One, World War Two. But I personally refuse to call myself a hero. But I wanted to talk to you about the uh, the world's oldest veteran. Yes, sir. And we, Underneath- by the way, Sergeant Matt, we I, I will get into the next hour. I, I will get into this article from Salon.com that is uh, just outrageous. The uh, yeah, and I've seen. Various things leading up to uh, Tuesday, is, uh, even including Tuesday, on, on people just going off about, you know, our military, they're not heroes, they're doing uh, uh, business, and, you know, I, that's what our friends They They want to believe it, let them believe it. Well, you know what? Unfortunately, uh, you cannot legislate common sense and intelligence that, that is one thing we can't do. So we have a, there's no question, we have a lot of smart people in this country, but we also have a lot of uh, dinglings and a lot of, uh, of, of schmucks. That's the only way you can really describe it. Not everybody is born a genius, let's put it that way. Especially, especially the Nancy Pelosi's and Harry Reid's and Obama's of the world. Absolutely. Fully agree with you on that one, General. But the, the real reason I was calling was about the world's oldest veteran, 108 years old and, yep. of course, traumatic brain injury and names slipping my head right Richard now. Richard Overton. Uh, Mr. Overton, yes. Um, he, he starts his day off with a little bit of, of bourbon and his coffee and a cigar. Whiskey and, and his coffee and a cigar. That is correct. If you ask anybody, in moderation, is perfectly fine. Now, personally, I'm just getting over a little illness. I'm sure you maybe you'll hear it in my voice. I personally haven't had a stick in about three and a half, four weeks. <laughs> well, well, Sergeant <laughs> Matt, let me let me bring that up because you bring up a good point. You haven't had a cigar in three, four weeks. Have you gone through withdrawal? Are you is your body shaking like you go through a cigarette withdrawal? The answer is probably no. Correct? Absolutely not. No. That's right. As a matter of fact, uh, I quit smoking two year, uh, cigarettes two years ago. And I had more of a, a withdrawal after two hours than I've had for nearly four weeks of a cigar withdrawal. Absolutely. There none there. We, we smoke cigars for a totally different reason. Not even close. Exactly, exactly. And even my doctor, when I, when I had surgery, says, don't smoke for six weeks. And then anything after the six weeks, because I was doing a bone repair, he says, in moderation, is perfectly fine. 
So if you got a medical doctor saying in moderation is perfectly fine, then all these politicians can kiss the south end of a north-facing mule. <laughs> uh, Sergeant Matt, I concur. I like that. Here's what I'd like to do for you. I'm going to send you out from Royal Gold Cigars a nice sampler of Kismet cigars and Nirvana. Now, the Kismets are a Dominican Puro made down in the Dominican Republic. Beautiful, medium, medium, full-bodied cigar. And the Nirvana, made by Drew Estate with an incredible Cameroon wrapper, medium-flavored, touch of sweetness. Sergeant Matt, we thank you for your service. You are a hero. We are sending these out to you, lieutenants. Hour number two of the Cigar Dave Show is next. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. This This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Well, I am ready for Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest maneuvers taking place next week. I've started early because I'm enjoying one of the nine cigars. Correction, let me see. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I think ten or eleven cigars that will be handed out next week, including this beautiful Davidoff Nicaragua that I'm... Hopping on and enjoying so tremendously. And I'm sampling a little bit of Woodford Reserve Masters Collection Sonoma Coutrere finish from their 2009 special release. Ah, delicious. And next week, we will be sampling the Woodford Reserve Masters Collection Sonoma Coutrere Pinot Noir finish. So I've got the festivities off early. The only thing missing are the delicacies, the sumptuous delicacies, and Colonel Ange on the grill. And, of course, Mick the Brit uh, running around, jumping around with uh, an IV libation attached to him at all times. Welcome back. Hour number two of the Cigar Dave Show. We invite you to join us, 877-DAVE-007, 877-328-3007. Don't forget, uh, email me, CigarDave at CigarDave.com. If you go to CigarDave.com, you can follow us at Twitter and Facebook, be up to date 24-7 on everything going on. Tickets still available. Very limited tickets, I should say. And the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest is different than the Tampa Cigar Festival we've done the last number of years. And the reason we're doing it differently is because I've had so many requests that after last year it just got so big that it wasn't intimate anymore. And people said, General, I couldn't find you. I wanted to talk to you. I wanted to really, you know, get to spend some time. And it just got too big and out of hand. So... 
We decided to do something different in conjunction with our friends at the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. By the pool, we will be conducting live broadcast maneuvers. We start at 10 a.m. You walk in, you get great cigars. You're going to get great libations, sumptuous food. Chef Bill has gone overboard. I mean, the food is going to be a, uh, a vegan's absolute worst nightmare because we're going to have incredible selections of meat products. We're going to have a carving station where we will have pastrami, just like they do at the Carnegie Deli or at Katz's. Nice, big, properly made and seasoned pastrami. You can put it on rye, on pumpernickel, whatever you want. In fact, Chef Bill said, General, I hear you're a big fan of Katz's and the Carnegie Deli. I said, I most absolutely am. He said, then you are going to be right at home next week when you see our pastrami carving station. We're going to also have Salem Smokehouse Buffalo Hot Dogs. We're going to have pasta carbonara, barbecue brisket. We're going to have some adult ice cream cones. In addition to a Cigar City ice cream Sunday bar, adult ice cream cones. In fact, we're going to have some ice cream infused with some Woodford Reserve and other adult libationary products. So all the details at CigarDave.com. Tickets $150.00. All-inclusive. Your libations, you get a couple of drink tickets. We're going to have samplings of craft beer. You're going to have samplings of the bourbon from Woodford Reserve. Food, cigars, a special gift, and a special gift from Woodford Reserve in everybody's bag that I've got to keep secret, but you're going to enjoy that for libationary maneuvers a little bit later on after the Pleasure Fest. So all the details, CigarDave.com. Buy your tickets now. Now, up in Atlanta, I have the, about a week ago, I was up in Hotlanta, had a chance to see our great affiliate, 640 WGST, see Chris East, the program director, and their afternoon uh, talent, Sully. In fact, Sully and I taped a uh, very entertaining and very enjoyable segment that he ran, I think, uh, last Friday. We had a wonderful time. And speaking of Atlanta and WGST, I had a wonderful dinner over at Bones in Buckhead, one of my favorite spots. Now, next time I go to Atlanta, the chances are that when I'm done at Bones, I will go down the street to Buckhead to the brand new Davidoff of Geneva flagship store that is opening in the spring of 2015, next spring in Buckhead. Just announced a magnificent store. I have seen the pictures. I have seen the designs. It is going to be absolutely spectacular. The name of the store, their concept that they're opening across the country is Davidoff of Geneva since 1911. And this will open up next spring in the most luxurious and upscale Oliver McMillan shopping area. 275,000 square feet of luxury retail and residential and dining and entertainment. Six blocks. I remember when they started knocking down all the buildings for this thing. It's like one of those outdoor plazas where the shift has gotten away from the big malls, the, the undercover malls to now these more intimate, almost like little villages where you've got uh, restaurants and stores. And that's exactly what the Oliver McMillan Shopping uh, Center in Buckhead is. Six blocks, all outside, nice areas for pedestrians to walk and, and be able to enjoy themselves. And the new Davidoff flagship store will be 3,000 square feet split into five designed areas. It will have, a, as you walk in, a beautiful walk-in humidor, nice retail space, a 1,000-square-foot cigar lounge. There will be a VIP members lounge, so a private lounge, and a conference room for clients that would like to conduct meetings in a premium cigar environment. 
Now in Buckhead, that that is the home to many businesses and 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 certainly lawyers and bankers and and business people and executives, companies. What a great way to have a business meeting, to have lunch, a lunch meeting at the Davidoff store in Buckhead, be able to have your associates or your clients, colleagues, have cigars, have a libation, have some fine delicacies, all surrounded in a cigar-friendly environment. Absolutely spectacular. Knowing Davidoff, they are doing this right. So I cannot wait to uh, see that. Uh, I know Rich Krudick of Davidoff has been telling me, their brand manager has been telling me about a lot of exciting new uh, stores that will be opening up this year. So we're going to keep an eye on that. But those of you listening in Atlanta on 640 WGST, beginning in the spring, you will have a new cigar-friendly destination, the Davidoff flagship store entitled Davidoff of Geneva since 1911 at the Oliver McMillan shopping area in Buckhead. Should be absolutely spectacular. Lieutenants, when we come back, I will tell you about the results from San Francisco and Berkeley, the People's Republic of California, about uh, two items that were on the ballot in their respective cities to enact a soda tax. We have good news, we have bad news, but we will tell you both when we continue. Cigar Dave's Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock is Saturday, November 22nd at the Seminole Hard Rock Casino in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida. The day is presented by Davidoff, time beautifully filled, and by Avo, cigars in perfect harmony. Get your tickets now at CigarDave.com. walk into a cigar shop, stare at hundreds of choices, and wonder as you take in the aroma. Go with an old standard or try something new? Lead or follow? That's the real question here, isn't it? Next time, choose to lead with a premium cigar from Royal Gold Cigars. Royal Gold Cigars introduces two exciting new premium cigar lines, Casino Gold HRS High Roller Selection and Kismet. Hand-rolled in Honduras with a blend of four distinct quality fillers wrapped in a rich Habano Rosado wrapper, the Casino Gold HRS is a medium-bodied cigar for high rollers who never gamble on flavor. For a robust option, try our bold Dominican Puro, Kismet, meaning destiny, a blend of six Dominican tobaccos. It's bold, smooth, burns evenly, and leaves a clean white ash. There, we narrowed the options. Lead or follow. Visit RoyalGoldCigars.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. We are exactly one week away from the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock. Next Saturday, November 22nd, at the Seminole Hard Rock Casino, Tampa, by the pool, we'll be conducting Alpha Male Pleasure Maneuvers. The festivities begin at 10 a.m. You will walk in, you'll receive six incredible cigars from Davidoff, Zeno, and Avo Uvasian, including the renowned Davidoff, Nicaragua. You will receive access to a huge, unlimited Alpha Male Lunch Buffet, loaded with great quality meat products. You will have tastings of incredible craft beers and bourbons from Woodford Reserve, including the very, very special limited Woodford Reserve Sonoma Coutrere Pinot Noir Finish Masters Collection. It will be a day of alpha male pleasure maneuvers next Saturday, November 22nd, Hard Rock Casino and Hotel in Tampa. Tickets available now at CigarDave.com. This is a very limited event. Go to CigarDave.com. Buy your VIP tickets now. CigarDave.com for Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock. 
It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm-hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. has determined that enemies of pleasure are hazardous to your happiness. For your protection and sanity, they've been vaporized. Well, they were vaporized in San Francisco, but they weren't vaporized in Berkeley, People's Republic of California. I told you a number of months ago about proposals to enact tax taxes on your sugary-laden drinks, on sodas. And on Election Day, voters in San Francisco... And Berkeley both went to the polls. There were two different ballot measures that were uh, on the ballot. And one in San Francisco was rejected. The one in Berkeley was approved. So let's go through both of these. And, of course, these are the enemies of pleasure, the enemies of soda, the food police that came out and said, we need a tax on soda because of the obesity issues and it causes obesity everywhere it's fueling it it's all the the sugar that's in the sodas and the diseases and diabetes and a tax on soda would actually help people would make people think twice this isn't about about taxation this is about helping people no this is about the emergence of the nanny state the enemies of food the enemies of soda the enemies of pleasure so, San Francisco, Proposition E. Should they have, uh, let's see, Proposition Ricerone? That should be the proposition for the San Francisco treat in San Francisco. But San Francisco's Proposition E would have taxed soda at a rate of two cents per ounce. Two cents per ounce on sodas and sugar sweetened drinks including juices, coffees, flavored waters. If it had sugar, it was going to get taxed. Now, here's the little thing, the little secret. Now, you say, okay, two cents. And this is how they sell it. They say two cents. What two cents? It's two cents an ounce. It's nothing. Nobody will even notice it. Ah, not so fast, my friends. Let's look at the actual calculations. In a two-liter bottle of soda, If you take a look at how many ounces are in a liter, there are 33 ounces in a liter. So let's just say 66 ounces, give or take, but 66 ounces. 
the average price for a two-liter bottle of soda, I was just in the store, it was like somewhere around $1.49, $1.45, $1.55. So you look at that and say, okay, a buck and a half for a two-liter. Let's just say we'll, we'll round it off. We'll call it a buck and a half, even though I've seen it for less than that. Dollar and a half. 66 ounces times two cents per ounce tax is a dollar thirty-two. Remember, it's just two cents, measly. It's a couple of pennies. Well, that equates to an 88% tax on your soda. Not so measly anymore, is it? So now your dollar fifty two liter soda becomes two dollars and eighty-two cents. Almost double the price. How about your little 16-ounce can of soda that's 50 cents? Okay, now it's 32 cents of tax. Now, all of a sudden, that becomes a 64% tax. The moral of the story here, lieutenants, is it's not just a couple of pennies. These pennies add up to become significant taxes. And where would the money in San Francisco have gone, the supposedly 35 to $60 million annually that, by the way, the city economist in San Francisco said would only raise the price of soda by 23 to 36%. Now, this economist clearly failed math because I just did the math. The math on a 50-cent can of soda, 16 ounces, it would be a 64% tax. On a 2-liter bottle of soda, it would be an 88% tax. So tell me... How that raises prices, the two cents, between 23 and 36%. Clearly, the city's economist failed math. Without any question, people wonder why nobody believes uh, in economists. Well, I'll tell you why. Because economists have absolutely no clue what the hell they're talking about. Zero. Whenever somebody tells you they're an economist, here's Art Buckwald, the famous the famous. Uh, Author and pundit, Washington pundit, had a great quote on economists. An economist is a man who knows a hundred ways to make love, but doesn't know a single woman. That's exactly what an economist is. An economist is a man who knows a hundred ways to make love, but doesn't know a single woman. That hits it right there. So this city economist in San Francisco is way off the mark. It's not 23 to 36%. I just showed you. It's 68 to 88 per 64 to 88%. The money would have gone to the children, to the children's nutrition and physical education programs. And because the tax revenues were pegged for a specific use, the measure needed two-thirds of voters to approve it. Well, what was the final number for Proposition E in San Francisco? It was. 55% against, 45% in favor. Did not come anywhere near the two-thirds. It failed in San Francisco. Now, let's go over to Berkeley, home of the Birkenstocks, home of the tie-dye T-shirts, home of all the kumbaya moments. Berkeley's Measure D levies a one-cent percent, one cent per ounce tax on sodas and sugary drinks. Again, one cent. So on a 2-liter, it's still a 44% tax. That is not inconsequential. Sales tax is 7 8%. Now you're going to put on a 44% surcharge. 
Now, the money in Berkeley didn't go to the children. It's going to the city's general fund. Now, again, the reason they say they want to enact the tax, because we have to protect. We have to protect people from themselves. We have to protect them because these sugar drinks are going to kill them. They're going to hurt them. We're here to protect them. It's not about the money. Oh, yes, it is. Well, it's also about the nanny state, too. Now, in that particular case, it only needed a simple majority because the tax revenues were not intended for a specific purpose. Well, unfortunately, the wackadoodles in Berkeley passed it by a 75 to 25 percent margin, well over two-thirds, even though it only needed a simple majority. Now, I've been to Berkeley. Let's take a look at the type of person that goes into Berkeley. These are the women that have the tie-dye T-shirts that have their long you know, uh, flea-infested hair down to their ass in a, in, a, in a long ponytail. They have hair under their underarms. They don't shave their legs. They wear no makeup. The, the men are the same. I mean, these are the guys that are wearing purses, man purses. They are basically at birth, genetically, their, their, their nads don't grow. They have no nads. I've walked the Berkeley campus. I was in San Francisco, what, a year ago, a year and a quarter ago, and I went all around San Francisco, went over to Berkeley, wanted to check it out. Beautiful campus, Nutcase City. Every fruitcake, Nutcake, Volkswagen, bus driving, tie-dye t-shirt hippie still lives there. They're living back 40 years ago. No surprise it passed in Berkeley People's Republic of California. The American Beverage Association spent $10 million on TV and radio ads, billboards, campaign mailers, polls, political consultants, gave money to political organizations and clubs to fight the proposed taxes. So they won in San Francisco. We all, I think, lost in Berkeley. So it's very simple. People that live in Berkeley that want soda, they ain't going to buy their soda in Berkeley. They're going to go somewhere else in the Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area, and not be subjected to a 44% tax on their soda. It is absolutely absurd. And the proponents of these food and these soda taxes point to the great success of heavy taxes and tariffs and excise taxes on cigarettes and cigars, saying it has been wonderful. It's making us all so much healthier. Well, we know that cigars are different than cigarettes. Do not lump cigars, my cigars, in with cigarettes. That offends me because they're totally different. But Claire Brindis, the director of the Institute for Health Policy Studies at the University of California, San Francisco, said that soda taxes, and I quote here, are a gentle way to help people begin to make wise choices in their environment. A gentle way? No. You're sticking to them. You're sticking it to them right up the tuchus. It's not a gentle way. You're not saying, excuse me, let's hold hands, let's sing kubaya. Let me tell you about making wise choices about sodas and foods. No, they're taxing you right up the rear where it hurts. They're not even giving you KY. They're bending you over and they're ramming it with absolute total pain. It's not gentle in any way, shape, or form. I'm very smart. You're very smart. We're all intelligent alphas. We can make our own choices the way we decide to live our lives, what we consume. We don't need the enemies of pleasure and the food police to tell us gently. 
The November selection for the Cigar Dave Officers Club is Foundry from Foundry Tobacco Company. With tobaccos aged up to 25 years, master blender Mike Giannini has created the blends with tobaccos never before used in the cigar industry. You'll get Foundry in three sizes, a Churchill, a Toro, and a Robusto. It's easy to join the Officers Club. Get all the details at CigarDave.com. The sword, a symbol of strength, honor, and prestige. The sword, the symbol of Monte Cristo. Introducing the new Espada by Monte Cristo. Inspired by the superior craftsmanship of legendary sword makers. Celebrating a unique collaboration between premium cigar authorities. Blended by the Monte Cristo's talented Grupo de Maestros. Crafted by the renowned Placencia family with vintage-aged tobaccos. The first Monte Cristo made with 100% Nicaraguan tobacco. Rich, majestic, complex. The Espada by Monte Cristo. A cigar of pure taste and true elegance. Try an Espada by Monte Cristo at your local tobacconist today. And visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. Pleasure, command, and control. It's the General Cigar Dave. Just received an email from one of our lieutenants that will be attending next week, and he said, General, can you repeat one more time the bourbons that we will be sampling next week at the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at the Seminole Hard Rock Casino in the Cigar City of Tampa? Absolutely would be my pleasure. We will start off with the Old Forster Signature 100 Proof. High Octane. But drinks like silk. Very, very smooth. We'll then go into the Woodford Reserve, which is just a tremendous bourbon made in Versailles, Kentucky. Then we'll go into the Woodford Reserve Double Oak. Now, the Woodford Reserve Double Oak is definitely a different flavor complexion. Definitely has a little bit more body to it. It's the Double Oak, so consequently it is aged in uh, multiple barrels in uh, separate charred oak barrels. Very, very nice. The second barrel is deeply toasted, so it extracts a lot of the soft, sweet oak character. Very, very impressive. You're going to enjoy that. It's uh, 90 proof, nice deep amber color. It's got a nice long and creamy finish. We'll enjoy the, the Woodford Reserve double oaked. Then we will sample the very limited Woodford Reserve Master's Collection, Sonoma Coutre, Pinot Noir finish. 
Only 900 cases are made every year. And we're going to be fortunate that those that attend next week will be sampling that. So that is the lineup. We've got some great craft beers we'll be sampling as well. Great foods. Oh, I've got Colonel Ange's. Uh, here's where he's Colonel Ange is going to be preparing on the grill next week. In fact, let me uh, pull this up because I flagged this here. Colonel Ange, here we go. We have the Woodford Reserve Wild Wings, grilled buffalo wings with Woodford Reserve barbecue sauce. And by the way, we'll have all these recipes posted. So if you want to follow along next week, wherever you are, you'll be able to do so. This is just what Colonel Ange makes on the grill for us to sample. This is a different menu than what all of our VIP guests will be uh, sampling. He will then make kielbasa cubanos, Polish sausage with ham, Swiss, and dill pickles on Cuban bread with Weber's buffalo mustard. It's a take on the Tampa-style Cuban sandwich. We will have, uh, let's see... Hard rock and rye ribs, grilled baby back ribs with rock and rye barbecue sauce featuring a Woodford Reserve double oak with the extra rye. And then we'll have tailgate turkey, smoked and grilled turkey legs and wings with anchor bar wing sauce. Joining Colonel Ange on the grill will be Chef Bill from the Seminole Hard Rock Casino. Colonel Ange outdoing himself once again. We are very excited for that next week. Oh, by the way, also I do want to send along special greetings. To my mother. Cigar mother, well wishes. She's having some surgery on Friday, next Friday. So I wish uh, cigar mother the best. And I will be up there prior to that. So we look forward to a uh, nice visit with cigar mother. And uh, everything moving expeditiously and a speedy recovery to Cigar Mother. In fact, I will have a toast right now of my Woodford Reserve to her. And I will say cheers. Hmm. Mm. Very nice. In fact, Cigar Mother actually enjoys a little bit of scotch. I think I'll have to give her some of this Woodford Reserve Sonoma Coutrere Pinot Noir that I'm going to be getting next week to uh, bring up for her to sample. I think she would actually enjoy that. Little spirits, always good, lieutenants. Now, let me tell you about the story I was going to, I, I indicated, I kind of hinted, about an author from Salon.com. Now, Salon.com, Salon Magazine, certainly not one of the more bastions of independent thinking and conservative thinking. It's certainly more on the socialist side. But there is an article written by David Maschiatra, David Maschiatra, about a week ago, entitled, You Don't Protect My Freedom, Our Childish Insistence on Calling Soldiers Heroes Deadens Real Democracy. Now, of course, this comes out right around Veterans Day. And I look at this and I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? What the hell? This is a long article. This is about eight, nine printed pages of, uh, of nonsense. But I decided to read it. And I thoroughly believe in everybody's right to state their opinion, write their opinion, whether I agree with it or not. That's what America is founded on. Now, the one thing that I find interesting, though, is that those of us that believe in less government, that believe in power to the people, that we are smart enough to make our own decisions, we have no problem with people expressing their opinion. We have no problem with debating people. It seems that the enemies of freedom, the enemies of thought, the enemies of speech, the enemies of pleasure, they are the ones that have a problem. They want to be able to write what they want, which is fine. 
But then when it comes to debating, they have a big issue because they can't debate. They can't uphold their positions. So what do they do? Well, they have to start attacking. And that's exactly what they do. So you don't protect my freedom. Our childish insistence on calling soldiers heroes deadens real democracy. And coming off the heels of Veterans Day, I wanted to take some time to speak about this and to read you excerpts and let you decide. Here is David Maschiatra's article, and I'm going to read excerpts. It's been 70 years since we fought a war about freedom, forced troop worship, and compulsory patriotism must end. Put a man in uniform, preferably a white man, give him a gun, and Americans will worship him. So right off the bat, he plays the race card in the very first line. There are many minorities that are in the military. Colonel Allen West, who I think was a tremendous role model for all Americans, served in our country, served in Congress. Uh, he's not white. So all of a sudden now, we're, we're, we're saying that, oh, it's just the white man that's, that's being worshipped. Baloney. Put a man in uniform, preferably a white man, give him a gun, and Americans will worship him. It is a particularly childish trait of a childlike culture that insists on anointing all active military members and police officers as heroes. The rhetorical sloppiness and intellectual shallowness of affixing such a reverent label to everyone in the military or law enforcement betrays a frightening cultural streak of nationalism, chauvinism, authoritarianism, and totalitarianism. But it also makes honest and serious conversations necessary for the maintenance and enhancements of a fragile democracy nearly impossible. It has become impossible to go a week without reading or challenging anyone reasonable not Actually, let me, let me back that up for one second. Scratch that last line because it, it is not tantamount to his article. I want to scratch that. Let me go on to the third paragraph. It is equally challenging for anyone reasonable and not drowning in the syrup of patriotic sentimentality to stop saluting and look at the servicemen of the American military with criticism and skepticism. There is a sexual assault epidemic in the military. If American politicians and pundits genuinely believe that American military members are heroes, they would not settle for sloganeering and garish tributes. They would insist that veterans receive the best health care possible. Improving and universalizing high-quality health care for all Americans, including veterans, is a much better and truer way to honor the risk soldiers and Marines accept on orders than unofficially imposing a juvenile and dictatorial rule over speech in which anything less than absolute and odd adulation for all things military is treasonous. Well, I do agree with this author on giving our veterans the best health care possible. In fact, I would say to them, pick any insurance plan you want. You want United? You want Aetna? You want Blue Cross? You want Cigna? You want some local insurance company? Pick it. Whatever you want, it's yours. You are not tied to the Veterans Administration's hospitals any longer. I don't disagree with him on that. And there are many people, including in Congress, that agree with that statement, that we should give them the best health care. We should give them a card. Why should we exclude them from going to the best hospitals in the world? We shouldn't. So on that, I agree. Now, 
when he basically states that juvenile dictatorial rule over speech and with anything less than absolute and odd adulation for all things military is treasonous. Nobody ever said that. He's exaggerating. I continue. One of the reasons that the American public so eagerly and excitedly complies with the cultural code of lionizing every soldier and cop is because of the physical risk-taking and bravery many of them display on the foreign battleground and the American street. Physical strength and courage is only useful and laudable when invested in a cause that is noble and moral. The causes of American foreign policy, especially at the present, rarely qualify for either compliment. The troops and heroes boosters of American life typically toss out cliches to defend their generalization. They defend our freedom. They fight so we don't have to. No, American freedom is currently uh, no American freedom is currently at stake in Afghanistan. It's impossible to imagine an argument to the contrary. Just as the war in Iraq was clearly fought for the interests of empire, the profits of defense contractors, and the edification of neoconservative theorists. It had nothing to do with the safety or freedom of the American people. The last time the U.S. military deployed to fight for the protection of American life was in World War II, an inconvenient fact that reduces cliches about thanking a soldier for free speech to rubble. If a soldier deserves gratitude, so does the litigator who argued key First Amendment cases in court, the legislators who voted for the protection of free speech, and thousands of external agitators who rallied for more speech rights, less censorship, and broader access to media. Well, I don't disagree that those people that do stand up for the First Amendment and who do protest against wrongs should be lauded. However, to put them in the same category as somebody who is willing to risk life and limb is a stretch. Yes, each person fights for democracy in their own way. However, in my opinion, lieutenants, he certainly is making an exaggerated cause to try to call litigators heroes. Are they doing noble work in fighting for the First Amendment? Absolutely. But it's a little bit different than going on a battlefield and fighting an enemy. You cannot put those people that were in World War II or that are in our military service that are fighting against terrorism and fighting against extremism, you cannot put them in the same category as a First Amendment litigator. I continue. Wars that, have, wars that are not heroic have no real heroes, except for the people who oppose those wars. Far from being the heroes of recent wars, American troops are among their victims. No rational person can blame the soldier, the Marine, the airman, or the Navy man for the stupid and destructive foreign policy of the U.S. government. But calling them heroes and settling for nothing less makes honest and critical conversations about American foreign policy less likely to happen. If all troops are heroes, it doesn't make much sense to call their mission unnecessary and unjust. It also makes conversations about the sexual assault epidemic or the killing of innocent civilians impossible. If all troops are heroes, it doesn't make any sense to acknowledge that some are rapists and sadists. Oy vey, is this guy freaking nuts? Let me briefly wrap up here. An understandable reason, understandable reason for calling all troops heroes, even on the left, is to honor the sacrifice they make after they die or endure a life-altering injury in one of America's foolish acts of aggression. A more helpful and productive act of citizenship and sign of solidarity with the military is the enlistment in an anti-war movement that would prevent the government from using its volunteer army as a plaything for the financial advancement and political cover of the state corporate nexus and the military-industrial complex of Dwight Eisenhower's nightmares. The American conception of heroism 
seems inextricably linked to violence, not yet graduated from third-grade games of cops and robbers. Explosions and smoking guns might make for entertaining television, but they are not necessary, and more and more in modern society not even helpful in determining what makes a hero. Let me stop right here. This nonsense saying third-grade games of cops and robbers, the problem today, lieutenants, is that schools do not allow our children and boys to play third-grade games of cops and robbers. That's why many of the nation's male youth are wussified. They have known ads. They have been castrated. And they have become feminized. So this author is in that camp that believes that all men and boys should be feminized. That's exactly what he's stating here. Explosions and smoking guns might make for entertaining television, but not necessary in determining what makes a hero. Tell you what, if we get some of those Muslim terrorists and we throw grenades that explode and we use guns that whack them like Osama bin Laden, You're damn right. The American that annihilated that Muslim terrorist is a hero. Because that American hero just prevented American lives from being killed, from being lost here in our homeland or around the world. This is real world, not this left-leaning nonsense that this author, David Maschiatra, well, by the way, nice cute earring that dangles on his left ear. Wouldn't make it in my army, I can tell you that. He has the right to speak, and I have the right to pound him into oblivion. Bend him over without KY and take it to him doggy style, and that's exactly what I'm doing. Last paragraph. Insisting all members of the military are heroes too often reinforces the American values of militarism and exceptionalism. The assignment of heroism, exactly like the literary construct, might have more to do with the assignment of villainy than the actual honoring of heroes. Every hero needs a villain. If the only heroes are armed men fighting the country's war on drugs and wars in the Middle East, America's only villains are criminals and terrorists. If servants of the poor, sick and oppressed are the heroes, then the villains are those who oppress, profit from inequality and poverty, and neglect the sick. If that is the real battle of heroism versus villainy, everyone is implicated, and everyone has a far greater role than repeating slogans, tying ribbons, and placing stickers on bumpers. Mr. Mascaratra, you can take your dangling little earring, you can take your opinions, and you can thank the heroes that fought in World War I, World War II, in Vietnam, in Korea, in Afghanistan, in Kuwait, in Iraq, and around the world to protect your right to speech, to free speech, your right to publish BS such as you just wrote. You should thank them. Kiss their ass. Because if it wasn't for them, you, my friend, would be out of freaking business. Final concluding segment. Get your tickets now for the Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock. Saturday, November 22nd at the Seminole Hard Rock Casino, Tampa. All VIP attendees will receive six cigars, including the Davidoff Nicaragua, Zeno Platinum Z-Class, Davidoff Primeros, Avo Classic, Avo XO, and Avo Heritage. Don't wait. Tickets are on sale now at CigarDave.com.
I've traveled around the world, played poker with sharks, and chased the thrill of first love. But no experience matches the new 1875 Romeo y Julieta. Crafted in Honduras with specially aged vintage tobaccos, rich, bold, spicy, notes of hickory and dark chocolate, available exclusively to local tobacconist, 1875 Romeo y Julieta, the next chapter in your favorite love story. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease even in non-smokers. We are exactly one week away from the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock. Next Saturday, November 22nd at the Seminole Hard Rock Casino, Tampa, by the pool, we'll be conducting alpha male pleasure maneuvers. The festivities begin at 10 a.m. You will walk in, you'll receive six incredible cigars from Davidoff, Zeno, and Avo Uvasian, including the renowned Davidoff Nicaragua. You will receive access to a huge, unlimited alpha male lunch buffet loaded with great quality meat products. You will have tastings of incredible craft beers and bourbons from Woodford Reserve, including the very, very special limited Woodford Reserve Sonoma Coutrere Pinot Noir Finish Masters Collection. It will be a day of alpha male pleasure maneuvers next Saturday, November 22nd, Hard Rock Casino and Hotel in Tampa. Tickets available now at CigarDave.com. This is a very limited event. Go to CigarDave.com. Buy your VIP tickets now. CigarDave.com for Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock. Comfort and convenience. The general has turned on the no pleasure police sign. You may now feel free to enjoy the good life. Well, after battling an enemy of our soldiers, enemy of freedom, David Maschiatra, I need a little Gypsy Kings to relax. So let me take a puff. I'll take a sip of my Woodford Reserve Masters Collection Sonoma Couture. Finish Chardonnay, Agent Chardonnay barrels. Listen to the Gypsy Kings. Okay. That calm me right down. And there was apparently a big Twitter war between the author David Maschiatra and a number of other people. I saw it on uh, twitchy.com, and Montel Williams got involved, and apparently a lot of heated rhetoric, and the author, Mr. Uh, has the right to write whatever he wants, couldn't take the heat, and canceled his Twitter account because he didn't like all the heat he was getting. Typical. Loves to dole it out, but can't take it. Gotta love it. Let's say hello to Bill in Palm Springs. Love that part of the country this time of year. Bill, you're up. Yes, sir. Long ashes, General. Back at you. And I'm really proud of you, man, for you smacking down. I listen to you all the time, and and uh, I'm one of the, I'm a musician, local musician. I'm going to go to Sherman's Deli. We talked about that. Oh, before. I love Sherman's. Yeah, love Sherman's I, Deli. You know, I stayed at the. Uh, I'm trying to remember the hotel that I stayed at. Uh, last time I was there, I attended the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association convention. Got to be about six, seven years ago, and there's a hotel uh, right near uh, Sherman's Deli. Probably the spa. No, 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 no. It, it was another one. I'll, I'll come to it, but we'll, we'll talk about it. I'll, I'll figure it out. 
Yeah, anyway, the, the owner of that is a friend of mine. She's a real nice lady, and I'm going to be playing. I'm, I'm a musician here in the desert, one of the rare super conservative cigar-smoking musicians in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, when you go to Sherman's, do me a favor. Have a nice big pastrami sandwich for me and get a side of potato latkes for me, potato pancakes. <laughs> Oh man, that sounds so good. But I, I, you know, I'm just really proud of you for what you've been doing. You know, these guys, they, you know, the liberals can dish it out, but they can't take it. You smack them back, and they run like babies. That's exact. He ran like a feminized, <laughs> uh, uh, feminized, uh, 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 neutered, wussified male. That's exactly <laughs> what happened. There's no doubt about it. And and again, he has the absolute right. I stated that he has the right. To, to author this, to pen this, I have right, no right. problem, but we have the right to rebut it, to criticize it, to debate him. And when, when all of a sudden it came back to him where people were criticizing him and were, 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 were rebutting what he had to say, you ex- hit it right on the head. He ran like a little wussified beta. That's You're right. exactly right. Well, Bill, here's what I want to do for you. I am going to send you out a nice combination pack of San Latano the Bulls and New Worlds by A.J. Fernandez. We launched the New World in Buffalo at our uh, Smoke on the Water show. It is coming your way. And have go to Sherman's. I love that place. Next time I'm in Palm Springs, we'll have to do lunch there. One of the fine places. And to uh, this author... I wrote this nonsense in Salon. Anytime you want to come and debate me on the Cigar Dave show, the microphone is yours. I guarantee you'll never accept because you know I will pound you into submission. I will bend you over. Take your doggy style without any KY. Won't be pleasant for you, my friend. I can tell you that. Lieutenants, next week, it is the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock. Tickets available at CigarDave.com. May your humidor always be full. May your cutter always be sharp. May your ash be extra, extra long. Semper Delicatio, always pleasure. Hard Rock Hotel and Casino next Saturday. That concludes today's live Cigar Dave show. Stay tuned.